Hi, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of New Year, New Look, New Page, a podcast about teen television shows, movies, and all related pop culture teen moments. I'm your host, Joanna, and I have my co-host, Neil, to talk about the first season of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Woo! This time around, we're going to talk about some hot topics. Mm-hmm. How do you feel, Neil? I'm excited. <laughs> I have a lot of opinions. Oh, <laughs> so many opinions. <laughs> um, and we're, you know, we're going to talk about whether we care for them or not. Yeah. And uh, in a lot of cases, we won't. I know. Okay. Well, if we want to get started, I think our first topic is going to be Billie Eilish's new uh, James Bond song. <laughs> no time to die. That's like, that's I, I don't know any of the words other than no time left to die. No time. <laughs> or uh, just no time to die. Is it? Die. <laughs> I think I got it wrong. Yeah, I think we both got it wrong. <laughs> but, uh, I like it. I actually really like it. Um, the first time I heard it, I thought it was too subdued, too quiet. Because um, I like a big Bond theme song, like yeah, like Go Skyfall, Finger, or or, or Skyfall, Skyfall. <laughs> when it crumbles. You know? <laughs> or my absolute favorite. You know what my absolute favorite is what. Diamonds are forever. <laughs> Wait, who? Shirley Bassey. Oh, yes, yes, yes. 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 She did Goldfinger and Diamonds Are Goldfinger. Forever. Oh, my God. He's the man. <laughs> the man with my touch. Wait, but what did you, how did you feel about Madonna's um, Die Another Day? Yeah, Oh, I love that song. Day. That's a great song. Guess I could die another, another day. day. Guess I, I could die, die. another day. Another, another day. day. That's actually also <laughs> one of my other favorite things about Bond songs is when at the end they just go crazy, like Die Another Day or in Goldfinger when, uh, when Shirley Bassey just goes, he loves only gold. <laughs> Only go. He loves go. <laughs> go. Oh my god. I I don't think I've ever fully remembered how epic James Bond theme songs are. Yeah. Or like major James yeah. Bond songs. But Goldfinger is is camp. It is go. Goldfinger. <laughs> like the drama. The drama. The drama in those songs. And yes, like Billie Eilish has this like very ghostly uh, voice. Mm-hmm. And um, I did not see it 
with James Bond theme songs because they right there's, there's so much drama. Like Adele made a lot of sense. Adele makes Adele is like a hearkening back to an older right. time, which I love. love right, love. like just like jazzy drama ballads. Yes, or like, like even like garbage. Do you remember garbages? But the world is not enough. The world is not enough. <laughs> I don't remember that. That's pretty good. <laughs> But it was kind of in that vein too, which I yes, enjoyed. Yes. So <laughs> I think my only my only like memory of James Bond theme songs was truly that Madonna song because I was I think I was in college when that movie came out. Mm. Right? Yeah, probably. That sounds or no like high school. No, we were in high school because that probably came out in like two thousand three. I just remember I definitely illegally downloaded that song. I oh, me like too. Very I mean, it. I I love Madonna so, I know, right? <laughs> in general, it's and that song is kind of kind of fun. Day. Yeah, it was very and, like and also like had like fancy. that movie was kind of trash, but the oh, part that led trash. in that the part that like so basically like Pierce Brosnan's like being tortured, you know, James Bond's being yes. tortured, and then it leads into like the theme song to die another day. I'm like, this is pretty epic, actually. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes. Whereas like Billie Eilish's it, like at first you're like like, oh, this is like very very slow, very it does build, though. But it builds. It does build. And then by the time it gets to that part where she's like, no time left. Whatever she's Hold saying. On. We need to. I can always take this out if I'm going to get copywritten. <laughs> <laughs> There's just no time to die. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's it. That's the part of that song. There's just no, no time, time to die. die. Oh my god, I'm we're gonna get such, sued. We're such good. <laughs> we, they better not sue us. We don't have money. Oh, we don't make any money, but I was trying to Google because, like, very green on making podcasts. Am I gonna get sued for putting copywritten music on this podcast? Uh, a doy. <laughs> Every website was like, a doy. Yes, you will. So don't do it. Which is why I use an app. Um, Anchor.fm to create mm. my podcast. It's been very easy. But, uh, you know, it's just hard to to not play music or clips from a show when we, you talk about pop culture. We did play City Boys, though, that one time. Or City, City Guys. Boys. City Guys. <laughs> City Guys. Whatever the fuck it's called. Oh, my God. I hope they have a show i hope they revamp the show to just city boys <laughs> <laughs> but like b-o-i-z <laughs> city boys city boys <laughs> it'll still be city set boys. in new york city boys city boys c-i-t-y you can see why these boys <laughs> It's like a it's like a, a nannyfied version. Oh my god! Yes, guys. set in Queens. <laughs> set in Queens. Set in. And they're like Queens. two gay Jewish boys. <laughs> I love it. I in think Queens. it'll be a great. <laughs> yeah, but uh. Okay, so we'll move on to our next yeah. hot topic. So wait, no, no, I'm sorry. Do we care? Yeah, yeah. Neil cares. I care. I think I'm a, I'm like very neutral. I have like no real opinion about it. I think it's like a it's a fine song. I I care. I care. I mean I don't know. 
We'll see. I just, I want it to be as, I want everything after Skyfall, I want everything to be as good as Skyfall. No, nothing is. I know. That's the sad I part. I mean, so. who can really. Can you beat Adele? Can you beat Adele? That's a good question. I don't think so. <laughs> no, it's impossible. It's just no time to die. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see billy eilish all right okay okay i guess oh um actually we could probably like dip into the grammys now oh yeah yeah um, I mean, because that that, yeah. that happened uh, a couple of weeks ago um and uh on the kind of path of adele because adele won so many grammys for for 21. Mm-hmm. Um, and guess who also won a bunch of Grammys a few weeks ago? Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. Yeah. Um, so, Neil, how did you feel about the Grammys this year? Um, how did I feel? Loved Billie Eilish winning. I like Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. Um, some of some performances I love, some I hated. Specifically, <laughs> I hated... Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. That was a terrible, <laughs> boring performance. I mean, uh, boring. Like, who can really live up to that opener of Lizzo? Right? No, she. I mean, they just like served her her flute on like a what was that? It, yeah, it flew in. It flew, flew in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it like flew in to I, I couldn't Lizzo. Tell. Yeah, and like, then she like twerked to her fluting, which was oh. amazing. What a treat! What a treat! I love what a her. delight! I love her. And then they had, and I'm pretty sure Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani were like the act right after that. And it's like, what, Such what a letdown! What a letdown! What, what are a you disappointment! Doing? No one cares. I don't find them like in gel with each other in terms of music. No, their music have nothing to do with each other. And both of them individually, their music isn't very good right and and like them together gwen stefani has a residency now in las vegas like why i don't care for that why like there's so many good people who had residencies in las vegas there's you know j-lo and christina aguilera and lady gaga and celine dion had it and share i mean come on share britney 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 i mean come on but Shania like, Twain. Oh, Shania. I saw Shania Twain in Vegas. I would love to she see Shania Twain. came out on a white horse <laughs> and saying, you're still the one to her horse. She wasn't even wearing a saddle. She came out bareback oh, on that horse. And you know, God. that song was originally written, queen. written to her ex-husband. And he, since he cheated on her with her best friend, she's like, now the song's about my horse. It's pretty cool. Wow. Ugh. <laughs> Shania. Shania. I know. Gwen Stefani is, is less impactful, even though I loved, no doubt, even though I loved, even though I loved Harajuku Girls, in hindsight, probably not great. But, <laughs> yeah. but no. she did have some really good bops. Yes. Gwen Stefani has great bobs. I I will acknowledge that. She taught us all how to spell bananas. Yeah. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. And she had, if I were a rich girl, straight out of Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah. And then she also had Wind It Up, which sampled the Lonely Goat Herd from Sound of Music. Right. So, like, she's got some whimsical samples. Yeah, those are fun. Those are fun. But, like, again, I don't think that she's 
like as big of a diva but status. She's, and she's just in not, my mind. She's not relevant anymore. That's all. Yeah, and she married Blake Shelton, which is like a no-no in my book. <laughs> Me too. She gets <laughs> like negative. I don't know if I care for you anymore. She gets negative points. Yeah, it's so fucking weird. Anyways. Boom. Yeah. So so yeah. Grand disappointment, which was Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton's performance. I personally did not love Usher's performance uh, oh, yeah, with yeah. FK Twigs um, in the Prince. In the, like, also don't understand why Prince was being. Yeah, I, they never like, explained why. And I thought Usher wasn't bad again. per se. It's just whenever there's. He wasn't bad. But just whenever there's a Prince performance, like a Prince tribute performance, you're judging it up against Prince. And it's like, it's, it's not. It, it wasn't bad. And I, I get why they chose him. He's a great singer. He's a great dancer. Uh, I will say they did not utilize FK Twigs like singing, which was weird. She was just dancing. But, and I actually dancer, think she would have but... probably been made more sense in terms of singing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because she kind of has that like weird kind of vibe. vibe. Kind of and she's like very se- sexual, you know, like she's really. I would have loved to, sex would have as well. Love to hear her sing "Kiss." That um, yeah, but yeah. Uh, and put Janelle Monae up there too. I would have liked that. I mean, she's I his protege. Yeah. Well, that actually um, would segue into the Oscars, but we'll wait till the end mm, to discuss the Oscars because yeah, yeah. Janelle Monae was there. Yes, she um, was. But yes, okay. So Grammys, whatever. Like, had some really good performances. What was your like top performance from the from from the night? From the night? Um, I don't know. I'm trying to remember all the performances. I liked, I did like Lizzo a lot. Yeah, Lizzo. There was, Tyler I really liked creator. Tyler the Creator. Yeah, I liked Tyler the Creator. Um, uh, you know who I did like too? I did like Demi. I liked yeah, Demi. Demi didn't care for Camila Cabello. Yeah, well, everything is a weird um, dedication to her alive dad. <laughs> I was like, is he dead? <laughs> no, she just awkwardly sang towards him. <laughs> Everything is like a moment with her. Everything is like a, a staged moment. Oh, you know? it's... It, yeah, you were saying it was very uh, musical theater kid yeah, ex- yeah. type uh, of yeah, yeah, performance. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like Demi's was just like truly heartbreaking. Oh my God, I was crying. Yeah, she I was, was crying. She was great. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think Tyler, the creator, was one of my favorites because it had voiced men in it. And he just had such an interesting performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like that album, that Igor I feel like album. there was something else that I liked, too, and I can't think of. Whatever. Yeah, that's okay. Um, we'll move on. Yeah. Let's move on to the next topic, which is Adele's crazy weight loss. Okay, I have a hot take on this. Yeah. I'm I'm curious what you're going to Well, no. So I saw you might a agree picture. With me. <laughs> I saw a picture of her. Um she was at some after party from I, I the think Oscars. I, saw the I think it's like the Vanity picture. Fair one obviously cuz yeah. everyone everyone famous goes to that one and I was shook. I was like, "Oh my no, god." No, so I saw the exact same picture. I know exactly what you're talking about, but my thought was this is a hot take. Okay cool you lost weight but i don't know if she necessarily looks better skinnier i some people look better with a more full face mm-hmm. and i thought 
to me it almost looked like she like her face looked like almost like too thin to me like yeah i, don't know I if think she that's actually but that's a thing so no. um when you obviously a bigger fat person um you have a fuller rounder face or you just as a person who has right. a fuller rounder face when you lose weight in your face your skin starts to sag right and so you do look skinnier but I, I actually think that when you lose a lot of weight in your face, you tend to look a bit older. Right. Which yeah. is unfortunate because. And I was actually kind of thinking of that, that yeah, too. Like she, she looked kind of older to me. And yeah, I don't know. It, it It's it, you, when you fill out and when you're more of a rounder shape in the face, you definitely tend to look a bit younger. And Adele also is a taller person, too, from what I understand. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I I honestly, I wasn't more. I I didn't have an opinion about her weight loss. I was more just like, oh wow, like yeah, she lost a lot of weight. Cool, I guess. Like I I don't know what's going on in her life where she wanted to do that. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, obviously she has the means to be thin. Yes. Um, and that's that's fine for whatever journey she's on. Um, it was more just like so drastic. It was it's shocking. Yeah, it was, I was shocked. It was by a it too. jarring difference because in her weight. Like, it's not like a little bit. It's like she lost. It was a lot. Like, yeah, like hundred pounds. That's what. It yeah, like. like looking at her waist size was like really surprising as yeah. well. But who knows? Maybe she's. I don't know. We wish her the best. As we're saying we uh, we love Adele. I love Adele. Yeah, one of my favorites of all time. So you know. No, I I yeah. definitely feel like could be her new theme to her new album who knows right and also like didn't she just break up yeah her? i think she got divorced she got divorced with yeah. her husband so i don't know she might be going through a this whole might journey be like a right new, now yeah maybe new hopefully a whole bunch of new material who knows oh, i just I as know. long as her voice is still the same yeah that's that's what i worry about <laughs> Because I love that voice. What if her voice isn't good anymore now that she's skinny? (laughs) Someone like you. Yeah, no. Um, (laughs) I love Adele. I still love her. But yeah, yeah, I don't know if it's exactly a better look for her for me. I'm I'm just I'm here for her. Yeah, me too. That's I feel the exact same way. I'm through her weight journey because I get it. Yeah, I'm here for her. Hey, if I had a ton of money to be able to work out and be thin, sure. (laughs) <laughs> I'd do it. <laughs> I, I wish her the all? best. I yeah. love her. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. To, well, so we care. We care about the yes, weight loss. We, we do. We care about Adele. We care. we care about Adele in general. But we're there for her. We're there. We're we're here for you, Adele. We're here for your weight journey. We yeah. love you. Okay. <laughs> Next hot topic <laughs> is uh Amanda Bynes. She mm-hmm. Uh, just very recently announced that she's engaged um, to Mazel Tov. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know how to feel about this. It's I mean, just I don't know. I don't know. Amanda Bynes moment. I don't know the man. Um, I don't know how yeah. Amanda Bynes is doing right now. I hope she's doing so. Well. Apparently, the guy that she's engaged to seems like he's a non-celebrity, and oh, he, that's good. He is uh someone she met at rehab like a couple mm, months ago interesting yeah i don't, I don't know. know about that 
I don't know if that's healthy. I don't know if that's healthy either. I don't know if that's I'm, good. I am definitely on board with Amanda Bynes coming, like having a full comeback. I would love for Amanda Bynes, because here's the thing. Talk about comedic timing, like we were just talking about with Adele. Ugh, Amanda yes. Bynes has some of the best comedic timing ever. I think she's a great comedic actress. Yes. Truly. Like, and it... it like if she had not gone crazy, who knows where she would have gone? I know. I think. I know. What what would have happened? Would she just like fully be like who would be an equivalent to that? I don't know if there is. That's my point. Like because she's so there. There definitely is. Like there's. But she's like. But with Amanda Bynes had her own unique kind of stuff. Not to let I mean, get talking her up too much, but she was like to me. Amanda Bynes was very like slapstick almost. She was, know? but like I wonder. Would she have gone like the Keenan, Keenan? Oh, Thompson, like be on SNL or be something? on SNL? Be, Maybe become like a Kristen Wig, uh, my Rudolph. Maybe or path. she could have do like a bunch of like, or she could have done like a bunch of like just movies. She could have been like or Melissa she, McCarthy type. Melissa you know? McCarthy. Yeah, she yes. does a lot of slapstick. I think. Yeah, you know? like I could see that. Or like too. um. I, w- I was going to say Mila Kunis. She's not really like a, no. a comedic actress, but she's done comedy. She does like a lot of like, she's done rom-coms Or, stuff, ooh, you know? uh, Kristen Bell. Mm. Oh, I could see that for her. You know, like. Because Kristen Bell is somebody who I wouldn't say is necessarily a comedian, but she can do comedic roles right. very well. She's a comedic yeah. actress. Yeah, she's a comedic actress for sure. Uh, but either way, I'm 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 fully here for an Amanda Bynes comeback. I hope she can do it. I, I, because I, I mean, I was, I don't know if this engagement is a good idea, but who fucking knows? Because, you know, like, I'm sure one day we'll do a full episode on She's the Man. Yes. Which is one of my favorite teen movies of all time. I was actually forced to watch it. Um, I think with my, my sister made me watch it. She was like, how do you, have you never seen this movie? <laughs> and I'm like, why, why would I watch this is ridiculous? And then I watch it. I'm like, this is maybe one of the funniest movies oh my I've God. ever seen. It was Channing Tatum's debut. <laughs> yes. And um, who knew at that point, uh, Channing Tatum would still be around. Cause even though Channing Tatum is beautiful in that movie, he couldn't act his way out of a paper bag in that, movie? that, in that movie. Absolutely he was not. terrible. He was truly eye candy, but it, I was here for it. But he's learned it. He's clearly taken some acting classes since. And then. yeah, and now he's like a very, very good actor and has yeah. been in like Tarantino movies. Yeah. Like, and well, Coen Brother movies. Like yes, he's yeah. been yeah. legit. Um, it's kind of like a, a what's his face from Austin, Texas? Dazed and confused. Oh, Lincoln, Lincoln lawyer. Wait, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew wow. McConaughey. Oh. Do you love my process? <laughs> Austin, Texas. Dazed and confused. <laughs> I was like, I don't know where you're going. If you see, if you would have said wedding planner, I would have known in a second. <laughs> That's I my don't know. Process. For me, <laughs> <laughs> the difference is between us. <laughs> I went. I went straight to the root because I know. Yeah, you went to his the root, first the root movie of was McConaughey. was dazed and confused because his story was random. Where he like got he got casted just being at like the mall or something because uh, uh, Rink or Rink Rick Linklater. You know, oh the guy yeah, that who, di- the director. Or yeah, whatever. the director. Um, he you know he bases all of his movies essentially in austin texas he's from austin and i think when he was casting for dazed and confused he like just saw 
uh, Matthew McConaughey in the mall or like just outside and was like, Hey, do you want to be in this movie? And he just like played himself. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then I didn't now know that. he's like, who would have thought he would become this like good actor? That's crazy. Yes. I know. Random fact about I, I love, I Matthew love, McConaughey. I love a random Matthew McConaughey fact. <laughs> <laughs> all but, right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Don't know how we got into that tangent because we were talking about Amanda Bynes. But anyway, next topic, which is um, that Sophie Turner is pregnant. Wow, wow, wow. That was like big news this past week. We have an heir to the kingdom of the north. <laughs> and an heir to the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> wow. 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 Uh, don't know if I care. I don't think I care. I don't care. I don't think I care either. I do like Sophie Turner, though. I love Joe her. Jonas. Is cute. Um, Joe Jonas is whatever. I don't care for the Jonas Brothers. I'm not. I'm, I don't really care for their music. That's fair. I I like them better now than I did. Back in the day, but. Mm, I like them better back in the day. Really? Oh yeah! Wow! No, I, I didn't like. I their understood music them back then. Oh. Back then right like, now, I'm like, this is like kind of fun, like fun pop. But like back then, I was like, I don't know what this is. Oh no! Back I didn't, then, I can't name it was one of Disney, their songs. Disney bops. I didn't even know any they had that songs. love bug song. <laughs> I don't even know um, that. You know, like Disney Channel era. I loved it. I thought it was it it, mm-hmm. it it was on brand for their image. Now I'm more confused. About their image? <laughs> no, I'm confused about their songs. I don't really care oh. for any of their songs. That's fair. Like uh Sucker? Sucker And that's a good thing you. No, I think it's so lame. <laughs> I kinda um, enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, I understand that it's a bop, but it's, it's like catchy. a bop that I don't really care for. That's fair. It's kind of in the vibe of like a Maroon Five type song yes. almost. So I can, I can oh, understand that. Oh, that is on the nose, Neil. Yeah, it's definitely a Maroon Five E type song <laughs> where I'm like, yeah, I guess it's, it's okay. catchy, but yeah. it's like fine. Yeah, that's fair. Like, there's nothing fun about it for me, and I don't care that they are all married to beautiful celebrity yeah. type women, except for Kevin. Uh, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin's wife. We I heard feel you for too, her. Anna. So, uh, a new topic uh, that has happened this week is that Eliza Limehouse from Southern Charm is engaged. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the not even cast member of Southern Charm. Yes. The the friend of <laughs> friend truly friend of so maybe she won't continue maybe i don't know but i enjoyed her because she was delusional so i love that um so so she's like getting married to this guy his name is is mark struthers mcbride jr sounds like a rich person (laughs) yeah a lot of names so apparently both families have political ties in South Carolina. I can't I can't help but love Southern Charm. It's a it's a very entertaining show. It and so it has Southern one drama. of the best theme songs on television. It's easy as the birds and the bees and the one, two, three. <laughs> I like how we 100% know that entire theme yeah. song. Well, they also have like the beginning part. They're like, he's got money. He's in magazines. 
that <laughs> anybody did. I remember being so shocked that that was their theme song. <laughs> when, like, I, I forgot who, I think it was you who was like, you need to watch Southern Charm. And I was like, um, and that, I think I said mostly because of the theme song. Right. And I was like, I'm not sure about this. But then after listening to Bitch Sesh with uh, Casey Wilson, Daniel uh, Schneider. Yeah. Um, because they ended up getting obsessed with it too, and I was like, okay, fine, I'll, I'll, I'll see the show and see if it's good. It was very good, very entertaining. Uh, that, that show. Um, and then they did the whole theme song at the live show. Oh, they did, yeah. Where they had everyone sing along. That's probably why we also just know exactly which. That they've they've sang it multiple times on that show. They've done a lot of the theme songs. They actually recently did. This is going to be like a little tangent, but uh, uh, Casey Wilson, Daniel Schneider, at one of their recent live shows in New York, did a very like slow version of the Vanderpump Rules theme <laughs> song, like very dramatic, and did like. This These are the best days of our lives. Oh my god, I Just hate raise your glasses. <laughs> this was for you tonight. Oh my god, I fucking hate that theme song with a passion. That is one of the worst theme songs on TV. When I heard that the first time, I was like, what the trash is this? <laughs> ah! Anyways. Yeah! Where's your glasses? I. Oh my god. Anyways, um, enough about Real House or Bravo shows. That's Not a, even Real a, Housewives. That's a different podcast. I'm that's a kidding. different podcast into trashdom that we will delve in later. Maybe. So we're gonna get into a topic that's gonna be quite controversial oh i'm excited so this one is michael (laughs) (laughs) we're veering very uh, very much off the path of what we've been talking about yeah (laughs) but neil how do you feel about michael bloomberg i just want to say that i think michael bloomberg is a piece of garbage trash human being (laughs) and I think he's also a Republican too, so get out of the Democratic primary. Ugh, I know. He's just trash. I lived in New York for two years when he was mayor, and he was garbage then. He's garbage now. He's a misogynist, probably a racist. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he's just an all around bad person. And now he thinks that he can buy our election. Yeah. You know, which is bullshit. And if he beca- and if he ends up being the nominee and becomes president, then from here on out. Only billionaires can run for president. You heard it here first. Wow. That's what I think. So so what do you, th- do you think there's a likelihood that him? he could be? I think there is because really? he has so much money and Biden is just tanking. Biden is definitely is tanking, I think, off the ticket is now tanking, But like, it's funny to me because I'm like, how are people, because I've heard older people talk about Bloomberg and it's shocking to me because Bloomberg is basically a republican like i don't understand he's grabbing moderate votes he is but it's like i'd rather it's upsetting to me because as much as i don't care for biden i would rather have biden than bloomberg me too me too so it like really freaks me out but also because you know pete uh mayor pete Mm. did so well in Mm -hmm. the few primaries that happened yeah um but he's only really had very little experience very little yeah um that like you're totally right i think that 
I think Bloomberg could possibly. Yeah, because Bloomberg has a ton of experience and he has so much money you can't count it out. Right, right. So, so um, that would be really interesting to see. I didn't really think of him as a threat. He's right truly. now. So in national polling right now, just to send. Our audience can think about it. We all yeah. can think about our it. Audience. Our audience our of three people. Michael Bloomberg <laughs> is polling currently at third place. Wow. But Bernie number one. Yep. Biden number two, still polling nationally number two. Uh-huh. And Bloomberg number three. So everyone should think about it. Wow. Yes. Wow. I just think of uh, Bloomberg in that SNL skit where Fred Armisen. Oh, yeah, I know you're talking about. <laughs> Did he play him as like this creepy guy, like a like a little creepazoid? He's drinking a big gulp. Yeah. Soda. Didn't he like never like say words? He would just like show up and like drinking. Yeah, a big just gulp. drinking a big gulp, and he's like, "What could happen to a you know a bil- billionaire who owns a media company like <laughs> to become president?" I was like, "Oh." lord everyone's like jesus christ jesus christ yeah the Um, possibility is real (laughs) it is very real apparently now which is crazy but yeah okay yeah we care yeah i i care we care everyone keep he's creeping up he's creeping up keep your eyes open and ears open for mayor bloomberg and don't shut him yeah get out of here get out of here get out of here bloomberg vote Anybody but Bloomberg in the Democratic <laughs> primary. That's what I'm saying. Anybody but Bloomberg. Yes. Oh, this is uh, refreshing. You're like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna support who, like, who I will be voting for. No. You're just asking everyone, please, truly, do not I don't know vote if, for Bloomberg. Truly, I don't know if I've decided yet. Same. I, same. Yeah. Same. I, I'm, I'm leaning up in the air right towards now. a certain person for sure, but right now I'm like, just don't vote Bloomberg. Whatever you do. Interesting. Thank yes. you, Neil. We care. Yeah. We care. Okay. So finally, we've come to the topic of the Oscars. Oh. Oh. The Oscars. We're last. I'd like last to Sunday. thank. I'd like to thank Venus, Serena, <laughs> Selena, Bob Dylan, <laughs> Scorsese. <laughs> wow. Renee. Did you like that Renee impression? That was a great <laughs> Renee Zellweger impression of her weird acceptance speech. Where she was either drunk or high or maybe just being Renee Zellweger. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. I felt like she was like, listen, if I'm going to have to go after Joaquin Phoenix made some weird rant about milk, uh, I'm going to have to step it up. He specifically talked for about two minutes about cow insemination and the Poor sad cows when you take their babies away from them. I'm like, what is happening? I, d- I was not expecting that turn. That was like an M. Night Shyamalan turn. <laughs> turn of events. And he famously speech. was in an M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> <Yes>. movie. <laughs> Never forget signs. <laughs> so he knows about those he, he killed those aliens with a baseball bat. Oh no, God. it didn't work. Really, they were scared of water. Dumbest they, twist of all time. Oh, my God. But a classic <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan twist. Shyamalan. Shyamalan. 
Anyways, uh, I was very excited for the Oscars. I I watched not a mo- not a minute. But I, I watched saw some clips. All minutes. I was busy watching Real Housewives of Atlanta and Shaws of Sunset, <laughs> and I don't regret it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't regret watching the Oscars, even though like literally no one watched them. Apparently, they had really <laughs> low. <laughs> low ratings and uh not a lot of people tuned in this year but i was very <laughs> very very excited and so 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 happy so what were your favorite moments parasite oh parasite you bitch saw- of course it was parasite yeah, it was a k moment <laughs> it was a fantastic k moment i've never been so proud of the mother country <laughs> i'm also a big fan of bong joon ho which i've been a fan of his movies for a while now he did some other big movies too right he did so he he did uh memoir memoirs of a murder yes uh which i haven't seen mm-hmm. but he's done mother uh my personal favorite is the host which is like a monster movie mm-hmm. and it had the same actor main actor so song gang ho and he also did Snowpiercer and Snowpiercer. Oak Job. I've heard of Snowpiercer. Yeah, so he's yeah. done like two uh, English-speaking movies, or like yeah. ha- like mostly English-speaking and some Korean. Um, which was Snowpiercer, which was based off of a graphic novel, mm-hmm. a French gra- graphic novel talking about class, which uh, happens to be a theme that he likes to discuss. And then Okja, which was about like the meat industry, mm. um, which is also again Bong Juno does a lot of like political movies, um, and thus Parasite was also pretty political in the sense that he was comparing um, class. Um, duality of class and just like about this this poor family that that mm. you know cons their way into a very rich family's house and then crazy stuff ensues <laughs> very entertaining movie i really want to see it. I've, heard it I've heard it's wonderful um it's a beautifully done movie it's it's cinematically like really pretty uh and funny i mean it's funny it's got everything and he won um or the movie won four awards out of six and, <laughs> and then you... it won best new best feature film which is yeah, crazy i that didn't think crazy. that was gonna happen and uh you saw it a while ago i remember you telling me about it a oh, long yeah. time ago i watched right? it when it was like released into wide yeah theaters and I took my parents. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Yes, and it was it was it was a beautiful movie. It was so good, and um, it won at Cannes mm-hmm. um, this past year in 2019. And uh, Bong Joon Ho also just like had really hilarious things to say because he went up there four times, and you know he was like, "I'm gonna drink until the morning," and everyone started <laughs> laughing. And it's truly, what they did, they like. They apparently like drank at some restaurant until like 5 a.m. <laughs> in LA, which is great. Good for um, and like just genuinely like very excited for Korea because it was the first South Korean film to ever win an Oscar. Uh, which in general in and it's general. also and it's also that's crazy because if you think about it there's not a lot of foreign films that even win best picture. It's so, the first foreign language film. Is it really to ever win best? Oh my god, film. that's crazy! They and so, made yeah. history this time, and admittedly, I think that the Oscars 
like they tend to go for like the diverse route in terms of winners i feel like for best uh feature film because last but year, like not Green for Book, anything else yeah like like not for actor or actress right like right. they never like nominate like like think they of had all a the, very white list of actors right like uh, they didn't nominate aquafina they didn't no. nominate j-lo like there's no like a whole and no list. female director no female directors like it yeah. was a very white washed list of of actors but um you know in terms of winners they were definitely you know parasite was a huge winner that night yeah um which the oscars does tend to do again last year the green book won and everyone was confused yeah and they also had they also had like moonlight win one year too right which again i i love well with the exception of um green book because i'd never watched that movie um but i can my sister just watched it the other day (laughs) randomly she said she's like it was all right (laughs) (laughs) i i imagine it's like any other like civil rights type move uh movie from like the 1950s uh with the clash of like white and black right yeah and um you know which is kind of exhausted that whole theme of movies not that i think that it's it's not it's an important time right you know to portray in movies but i think that now like i think that black stories are nuanced yeah and don't really need to focus on drama and you also don't need the white character in it all yeah the, the white so. savior character yeah and in like the very bluntly uh violent racist yes it was it was uh it was a fun fun watch for me for mm-hmm. sure and uh they had some interesting it was a very awkward night because of the lack of host but it, it kind of worked for me mm. they did some weird stuff they were definitely pandering to like a diverse crowd because they know they didn't nominate exactly (laughs) so like it just was like very i don't know the oscars maybe they should actually make up for the fuck up on the nominations yeah by like addressing it just hashtag justice for jayla oh i know right she should have at least gotten nominated everyone thought she did a great job yeah (laughs) um but yeah so the oscars were fine and I was just truly happy for Korean people all over the world. Um, but I wanna, yeah, I still want to see Parasite. I will eventually. Gotta watch it. Gotta watch it. So finally, now that we've moved on from the Oscars, mm. I'm going to transition into our last, very last topic, which is uh, something we wanted to address <laughs> that happened a couple of weeks ago, um, <laughs> which is Jessica Simpson's new book open book called open book because she's, an, she's open an open book she's she literally is an open book you, you can ask jessica simpson any question i love it and she will just tell you everything i absolutely love jessica simpson talking about her entire like dating history <laughs> it's it's and crazy stories it's wild because she's it's so a, fun yeah, she's had a quite a history <laughs> yeah it's like breaking up with her dad as a manager uh she had to fire her dad as a manager which is interesting um all of her stories about nick lachey why that marriage did not work mm. um the bet between justin timberlake and ryan gossing of who would who would be able to kiss 
um, Jessica Simpson first, which is wild. And it was Justin Timberlake. Of course, because he has to win everything. <laughs> but I love Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do too. I, for the record, I, 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 I would have sex with both of them, but I would <laughs> prefer Ryan Gosling. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> for the record. <laughs> um. And I just, yeah, I, like, it sounds like all of her stories are juicy and I love it. I need to read this book. Neil, Neil, I'm going to buy it for your birthday. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why'd you spoil my birthday like I'm that, Joey? sorry. <laughs> but we're going to have to get that for okay, you. Okay, that's fine. I do want I do want to read it. Oh, my God. I'll probably read it in one day. You will 100% read it in one day. Yeah. Do you think she actually wrote it, or does she have a ghostwriter? Is she open? Is she hundred percent? She had a ghost. Is she an open book about? (laughs) She's gotta be. (laughs) Yeah, I had a ghostwriter. There's no way. Here he is. There's no way Jessica Simpson could ever really write a book. There's no way. Chicken of the sea. Chicken of the sea. Is it tuna or is it chicken? She she describes performing at the White House and meeting the Secretary of Interiors and said, I love what you've done with the place. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Simpson is a brilliant comedian <laughs> of our times. Because she doesn't purposely she's purposely No, she not just funny. is. She just is funny. Yes. She's not trying, she just is. She, she is. is who she is. And she's an open book. <laughs> she's an open book. Hashtag open book. And I gotta read this. I I, I gotta open that book. Gotta open that book. Open book. (laughs) And read her being an open book. Yeah. On open book. In open book. Yeah, I also want to know more about her dad. I heard her dad's terrible. Um, I want to know more always about Ashley Simpson. You know. I love. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here for it. We we gotta want we gotta read. We gotta once you read this book, once we both read this book, we'll have an entire episode dedicated to we our thoughts and the juicy stories. We should. Because <laughs> Jessica Simpson is a part of our, you know, teen I'm, uh obsessions of, of the nineties and early aughts. I'm gonna read it and in the background I'm gonna play Jessica Simpson's version of Take My Bad Away. <laughs> Cannot wait. Well, that's it for our hot topics. It's been a long, <laughs> long conversation. Wild ride. Wild ride. But we'll we'll lead into our actual review and and thoughts on Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Sabrina. Thanks, Neil. Thanks, Lee. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Ooh. so neil i just want to ask you um what are your like initial thoughts like when you heard that this was gonna happen oh my god the show originally i was very excited because i mean the original i kind of liked like it was fun like the 90s 90s version yeah the melissa joan hart yeah i um i definitely liked it um, but I was excited because it was the same creator and showrunner as Riverdale. And I love Riverdale. Love, love, love it. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't love Riverdale, get the fuck out. <laughs> Seriously. Ooh. I mean, 
me, it's like to me, it's like a quintessential teen show at this point. It um, is. It's like this generation's nine oh two one oh or like gossip OC, girl, OC, gossip girl. Yeah. It's in that oeuvre to me. Absolutely, I love that word by the way. But oeuvre, oeuvre, <laughs> <laughs> a new world word. Ooh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah, I was very excited about it, and I thought it's exciting to take Sabrina in a more campy serious direction and um well the sitcom you know, was pretty campy it was but this is like a different, a different kind, of, kind camp. of camp it's it. more like an american horror story level of camp yeah a ryan like murphy-esque yeah camp yes which I like. That's like disturbing. Yeah. Um, and so I was excited for that. And I was also excited about the actors involved. Like Kiernan, Kiernan Shipka, Shipka is uh, great. Sally um, Draper. Yeah. Excellent. Just a bunch of wonderful character actresses mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, character actors. But yeah, everyone's good. And I was very excited. Um, I was also excited because I was also a fan of the 90s classic, uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which, uh, was on TJ, TJF mm-hmm. on ABC. Yes. Uh, which was my fucking jam. I loved just like waiting for Fridays to watch the slew of television shows that were geared towards teens tweens you know (laughs) family matters steve urkel boy meets world like and let's not forget sister sister sisters was that on abc yes it was oh okay sorry (laughs) canadian story they actually they actually aired originally i think after full house like it was pretty early Uh... on yeah yeah, because I but remember yeah. that's how I got into it because I was watching Full House and then Sister Sister came out. I'm like, what yes. is this show? Who is Jackie Harry? Jack- she's amazing. Hey! Jackie! Ja- I love Jackie Harry. Oh, she's so uh, wonderful. Um, if you ever get a chance, and Diva. if you ever get a chance, watch her appearance and watch What Happens Live <gasps> with Regina King. Oh. Because I've, I've seen they, this. I've seen this. Oh, you've seen it. Okay. It's great. Well, anyone at home is listening, if you haven't, seen it watch it right now stop this podcast then come back to it <laughs> and watch it because they are don't listen to our <laughs> podcast come back and listen to us yes they are blacked out during their appearance on watch Rebels. look like blacked out drunk it is hilarious yes it's and let's so good let's be real we're talking to our friends because no one is listening what but whatever our friends <laughs> whatever in my Hi, mind friends. the whole world shouts to all because I'm friends delusional <laughs> <laughs> well we do need to like make sure that we describe things hence why our first format was like not really working for us sorry well, anyways, <laughs> thanks for your opinions on the show. I just wanted to get engaged, like where you're at with. Thanks, friends, for giving your opinions. <laughs> yes, yes, thanks, thank you. Um, but I do want to kind of get into like the first few episodes in a in, in a brief yes. recap. So bear with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so <clears throat> season one, yes, episode one, title of ep was um is sorry not was not a girl not yet a witch 
Wait, is it really? Yes. That's a hilarious title. I know. I love a Britney Spears reference. I know. <laughs> Tina, I'm Tina, not Tina. a girl. Not I yet a woman. woman. All I need is time. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to go on. Uh, Crossroads. Crossroads. Ooh, Let's review that in a future episode. We absolutely <laughs> will, because that was quite the movie. <laughs> quite the movie. Quite the movie. Well, so <clears throat> we get introduced to Sabrina uh, on this first episode, and she lives in Greendale, and she's already aware that she's half witch, mm-hmm. half human, or yes. half mortal. Um, and she's going to turn 16 soon, uh, and of course her birthday is on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Halloween spooky spooky <laughs> spooky <spooky-uki. laughs> and um that's uh when she'll have her dark baptism which is kind of like a, a bat mitzvah quinceanera and by the way in this episode they actually compare it to a, a bar mitzvah quinceanera yeah absolutely and so in this dark baptism um she needs to decide to sign her name away to the Dark Lord, a.k.a. the Devil, a.k.a. Satan. Can we spoil for future seasons with us? I think we can because, like, honestly, this was quite the ordeal to go backwards. Um, but we, both Neil and I have, there's three seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have very recently have finished the third season. So um, I think we can warn uh, people spoilers. that there are some spoilers because we do know what happens. Right. Well, and the reason why I'm asking is because when I was re-watching, I'm like, actually, a lot of this makes more sense now because we find out in later episodes, again, spoiler alert, that her father is actually not Edward Spellman. It's Satan. <laughs> and uh, in a sort of weird, I don't know, like uh, strange, I don't know how she got pregnant Sabrina's mom I don't know how that works I I don't really know but my point is is it makes sense that the daughter of Satan would be born on Halloween that was what I was thinking while I was like while I was rewatching it oh yes you know right 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 because it's just like a spooky evil holiday right it's a spooky holiday yeah um right so just to give more context of like what happened on this first episode because a lot happened a lot yeah a lot so um so right like she uh needs to sign this book the book of the beast um and in exchange like she'll get powers is essentially what's happening is that like she kind of has to give up on the mortal world and once she signs her name to the dark lord like, yes, she'll do the Dark Lord's bidding, but she'll also have access to her witchy powers. Yeah. That's like, like more the exchange. Access, I guess. Yeah. More access. Because she has some access, but I guess I guess she becomes more powerful. Once exactly. She she'll be a more powerful witch, which is like what her aunties want her to to, to do. They like... Hi, aunties. Yeah. That's my fa- one of my favorite things, by the way. <laughs> Hi, aunties. Hi, aunties. <laughs> um well and and like yeah her aunt zelda zelda oh my god zelda oh that, that would be a good name yeah aunt zelda is very adamant in this episode that like sabrina goes forward with this dark baptism she's a true believer right um and maybe a then, little fanatical even <clears throat> right so sabrina 
then spends the rest of the episode like contemplating on whether she's gonna do this like signing away her her herself to this dark lord that like her family worships um and uh and so you know in preparation of this dark baptism she kind of needs to like prep her friends or mortal friends that she's leaving um and so she she takes harvey into the forest and gives him some like bullshit lie about how she's gonna go to school Uh. in connecticut Uh. (laughs) but uh but then harvey's like actually i have a confession i love you like he confesses his love for sabrina at this moment and she is like oh my god heartbroken and so she decides to tell him the truth that she is indeed a witch and it does not go well. No. And this is really our first moment of really seeing Harvey for the dud that he is. Absolutely. Because it's worth noting that later in the season, when her friends find out that she's a witch, they are much more accepting of than course. Harvey is in this yeah. first episode, where he basically just acts like a, a fucking dumb dumb. Yeah. He just is just like, what? Huh? What? This is actually creepy. I mean, like... I mean, it's a normal reaction, I guess. But to me, if you really love somebody, like, maybe hear them out a little bit. But, like, maybe the show did that on purpose. Because, like, Harvey is supposed to be a dud of a character. He's such a dud. Even though, like, she's... He's, like... He's her, like, soul. I was also thinking, like, like, again, I compare it to Riverdale a lot. He's kind of a lot like Archie. They're kind of similar characters. But, like... Middle of the road. Middle of the road, duds. The only difference is Archie's, like, a lot hotter. So (laughs) Harvey really has nothing. (laughs) Sorry. Someone Sorry, not sorry. It's true. Someone doesn't love, uh, what's his name? Mr. Kinkle? Uh, yeah. I don't know what his actor's name name is. That's also a terrible last name. And I know that's his name in the comics. And, you know, was in the original show, Harvey Kinkle. But it's a terrible name. Like, it's truly bad. Right, right. Um, so so she takes it back. She takes that memory back like a witch. And she's like, okay, I'm going to not tell him that I'm a witch because he did not take it well. So No. Um, so then we go into, like, another storyline, which is, like, Miss Wardwell. Um, she's the, the meek teacher Love that, her. like is sabrina's favorite for some reason but that that does not get explained um it's what also doesn't make sense is later on it's her favorite teacher but then when miss wardwell has a complete personality shift you know like like no one gives a fuck and like all of a sudden she's not wearing glasses anymore right acting like crazy they're like oh yeah this is just miss wardwell this is how she right what the well of course um miss wardwell like um being the innocent meek teacher that she is, she like picks up like this creepy girl uh, who's, you know, injured or something like in the middle of the road at night. And she like decides to take care of her. And then of course it ends up being, um, you know, the devil's like minion who like body snatches her. So mm-hmm. now we have, uh, now we have more context because we do figure out who she is. Right. 
Um, which again, spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. But at this point, if you have not seen the first season, you probably shouldn't be listening to this. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but yes. So um it's Lilith. Lilith. Um Yes. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean Anyways. Um, if that matters to anybody, I don't know. Right, right. Uh, then there's also like Sabrina has to like choose a familiar. She and Sabrina's like, uh, no, I just need to. I want to find like a wild familiar. Um, you know, then she gets like an actual cat. So Salem is a, is a real cat in this series, as opposed to um a puppet in uh yeah <laughs> in the nineties. Oh, I love Salem. So cute. He's a little right. Which and 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 um. And so, you know, like, of course, like, Zelda and Hilda are like, oh, my God, like, you're taking in a wild cat, fam- you know, familiar, like, how dare you? And she was just like, whatever, I'll do also, what I like, want, Sabrina! Um, also, like, in that segment where we see um, Salem the first time, we see his f- familiar, like, goblin form. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, a really creepy yes. kind of form. And I kind of would love to see that more often. Because well, it's like so, like, because they make the familiar actually even look kind of like a giant cat, like, right, kind of, and it's right. really cool looking. I well, that's the thing. I when I was watching the first episode, I was like, I think I really love the first season because it felt really new and like truly scary. Like I found it to be, yeah. I mean, kind some of, of it was kind of like, like almost like over the top scary where to the point where it was almost funny but a lot of it was genuinely genuinely scary. creepy yeah. yeah um right and so so yeah there's a storyline about that and then um like sabrina I guess, like, during the time of when she was trying to, like, call on a familiar, like, in the middle of the forest, the weird sisters show up. Um, and they end up, like, making fun of Sabrina for being a half-breed. So racist. <laughs> um, and then they just, like, curse her. They completely curse it's her. It's very Harry Potter. It's very, like, uh, like, um, what, I... they, they, what do they call... What do they don't what do they call Hermione in Harry Potter? Don't they call her something like a that? A mudblood. A mudblood. Yeah, that's it. Well, I know. It was yeah. so funny because like Oh my god, I'm ashamed that I forgot that. Ashamed. How dare you? <laughs> um, yeah, very similar concept, but it was it it was it was creepy. Like the weird sisters were creepy and um, you know, they were in this like misty forest and totally hex the crap out of her another observation that i made in this first episode is that a lot of the spells are said in english not in latin mm-hmm. i kind of feel like now in like this the series um especially season three like all of the spells that they they they're all in chant, latin. they're all in latin and actually i noticed even watching the season um watching it back uh as the series, the season goes on, more of the spells start to become Latin. So it's yeah. not even just like from season to season. It's as the show goes on, even in the first yeah, it's season. It's so weird to me it's because, like, I don't know if it's like because she's a full blown witch 
afterwards. And, we'll, and we can also is talk like about pre, this later. Is this pre-baptism? Yeah, we can also talk about this later too. Like if we want to talk about like other witchy shows, but I've noticed like a lot of witchy shows I've watched that don't have a lot of um like standardization in their spells. Right. You know what I mean? Where like one minute they'll be speaking it, they'll be a chanting in Latin, next it's in English. And like and um the current reboot of Charmed, sometimes it's in Spanish, which I think is pretty oh, cool, by the that way. That is cool. I but like that. but like they're still not always in Spanish. Sometimes it's Latin, sometimes it's English. Like it's very mixed. Right, right. So well, so I I thought it was I, I thought it was interesting that i made that observation because for me and to reference a separate witch uh pop culture reference uh my favorite 90s movie the craft Craft, yeah they say all their spells in english Mm. or at least most of them and i i just always go back to the one spell they say in that movie which is i bind you nancy from doing harm harm to yourself and to other people and um, a lot of Sabrina's spells in the first episode are all in English and very similar in that chanting yeah, sense. Yeah, that like I got a nostalgic feel for. Yeah, for I kind of liked it when they. I kind of liked it too. Up. I kind of liked when they were all in English. I thought yeah. it was. I thought it was kind of fun. Um, because uh, I I, I want to hear what they're right. Saying. I don't know what the, what are they conjuring. Yeah, what are they doing? What are they doing? What, what are they, they doing? Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Anyways, I I got that feel when I watched the first first episode, and I kind of miss it. So I'm gonna say if uh, oh, there's gonna be a new season. There's definitely gonna be a fourth season mm-hmm. of Sabrina. I suggest to the creators of please add more English speaking spells. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Let's move on. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's literally. More to talk about. Yeah, a lot more. In the first episode. So, also, their high school is called Baxter High. Mm. Um, it's not Greendale High, I think, which is which might be what it was in the comics. What is that what it was in the comics? I think so. And so... I feel like I should know this, because I did... I read more, like, um, Archie comics. I didn't read the Sabrina's Sabrina much. ones. Yeah. yeah, I read more, like, you know, like, I read Archie and, like, Betty and Veronica, of course. Betty of Veronica, course. Duh. <laughs> I have never read any of these comics, so I have absolutely no idea. You're not missing that much. Don't yeah. worry. No. No, I'm, I'm good. But, you know, we've established Neil is a comic book pro. Yeah, more DC, but I've definitely read some of the Archieverse comics. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Archieverse. I don't know. Archieverse. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, just... Um, to get back to to Baxter High. Oh, actually, well, I'm back up. Uh, Sabrina gets cursed and she needs to like take a bath. Yeah, and yes. um, you know, in this like like witchy bath <laughs> to relieve of her of this like hex that these weave mm-hmm. sisters have given her. Um, which again, love all of that. I love, love all of that. The and witchiness. I love the weird sisters in general. Like I forgot how they were introduced in yes. such a creepy, creepy manner um in this episode. 
in I mean I, I love their names too like I mean Prudence, Prudence which is also a classic character on Charm too Prudence of course um and True. then Agatha is a great witchy name and of Agatha course and Dorcas, Dorcas. <laughs> I was taken aback with the name Dorcas oh I was too I I think I put on subtitles because I'm like did they say Dorcas <laughs> That's not a name, is it? I guess it is. It must be. Uh, it must be. But yeah, that was, I was like, excuse me? <laughs> you You're a Dorcas. What did you just call me? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so that happens. And then um, there's this other storyline, Baxter High. So Susie is getting bullied. Oh, uh, by um, these cisgender white male jocks, assholes. Um, and uh, you know, like they tell the principal, like this is happening, but they're like, "Well, Susie won't give up the names of the boys." So he's like, "Well, I can't fucking do anything." Um, so we've established the principal is very useless. Principal Hawthorne. Ugh. Ugh. Anyways. Um, but uh, Sabrina gets like real mad, and so she's like talking to Miss Wardwell, who, by the way, is the devil's uh, minion slash Lilith. Yeah, and... she also sometimes goes by the name Madam Satan, which I enjoy. oh Madam <laughs> Satan, nice. Okay, <laughs> it's a fun name, uh, Madam Satan. <laughs> Madam wow. Satan. I think in the first season, in like the credits, I think that's how they describe. They her. title her. Titled her Madam Satan. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So like, uh, Miss Wardwell, um, kind of tells Sabrina, like, hey, guess what? Uh, Principal Hawthorne. Even like, you know, if we want to get rid of him for like a couple of days, like, he's really scared of spiders. <laughs> it's so weird that all of a sudden I'm paraphrasing this meek teacher and now I'm like you know just so you know uh, he's scared he's got terrible phobia he of has spiders a, I, this is like, I just love the way what's that actress's name Oh, what is I, I just love the way she her affected way of acting it's like just so you know he is terrified of spiders like that's well, the way she like i don't know it's that so actress, funny she is um maybe scottish oh really yeah she's not american for sure not um she's just so like it's so campy the way she's oh the way she speaks is so it's campy. wild yeah. her uh, mid-atlantic accent yeah for sure <laughs> I love a mid-Atlantic accent. Of course, because uh, Aunt Zelda has one. Oh, yeah. As well. Also, that's one thing that's not really explained is why do Aunt Hilda and Aunt <laughs> yeah. Zelda have completely different, different accents? accents. Yeah. And, of course, Ambrose, too. Like, everyone has a different accent. Yeah, like, Ambrose and, uh, and Aunt Hilda, Hilda have, like, similar. Have British accents. Yeah. And then Zelda has a mid-Atlantic accent. Yeah, which I love. Um, and she, yeah, she's high camp. I love her. Oh, yeah. Um, and she gets a little bit more campier, like, as the season goes. Um, and then, okay, so Michelle Gomez is the oh, okay. actress who plays Miss Wardwell. And she is Scottish. She's, she's Scottish. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I'm pretty sure. Oh, she was on... The show I used to like, it's another, it's a British show called uh, Bad Education. Mm. Um, and she plays a very similar, like, principal who is 
um, kind of evil, but also like an asshole. <laughs> so she's just good at playing like kind of like these authority figures yeah. that might be evil. I mean, she's got kind of a evil. villain look, so it kind of makes sense. She does have a villain look. Like it's kind of like a, yeah, like, yeah. like a temptress, I don't know, type Absolutely. character. Yeah. Uh, she works out this spell um, to freak out her principal, Principal Hawthorne, um, makes him, like, believe he's getting, like, you know, like, ravaged by spiders. Kind of, again, a reference to the craft where they just, like, do these spells to freak each other out and, like, make them see, like, insects and all that stuff. So they do yeah. that with spiders for him and he is, like, out for And also it's a very creepy scene, I think. It is. It's yeah. very creepy. Like, he has, like, these spiders, like, coming all over his face and stuff it's terrifying so he's out for a couple of days so she like manages to to you know seek revenge on him because he was an asshole about like Susie's assault from those stupid jocks um and then um all the while like sabrina is still not sure about her dark baptism and so ambrose tells her hey why don't you take a bite out of um the fruit of knowledge and it's like an apple um that she needs very to take. biblical yes absolutely which i love and so she takes a bite of this apple and it immediately starts to like decay and she's she sees like this image of this like crazy tree that has all these like creepy little branches and she sees like an image of all of these like women presumably witches that are like hanging from the tree yeah, which is it, it's like a permonition of the finale, right? Really. Yeah, right. So it it that's how the episode first episode ends, right? So that's episode one. Oh, and like which is also, a lot. Oh, and let's also mention that uh, during that scene, they uh, um, Madam Satan or Lilith, whatever Mrs. Wardwell, she like sends like a scarecrow after after um after sabrina and then so the scarecrow's like chasing sabrina and salem actually saves her and but you see a little bit of his like cool goblin form in it yes he like roars it's it's really cool more of that more of that more of that and salem fucking protects her yeah salem's barely like in the new season and it really upset me a lot but anyways well yeah salem is such a key part of the 90s sitcom um that when you don't see him like in this new season you're kind of i was kind of taken aback a little bit by how little he was was around around. yeah because i'm like it's you're it's such a key part of like sabrina's mythos yes like yes also like when you're talking about the 90s sitcom which we can go over um all the differences actually because there's an article that i pulled oh that points out the the very differences but like ambrose is not a character on the 90s sitcom like him being like um on house arrest uh for whatever crime he did like that was a, a a character background for salem the cat in um in the, in the show. 90s yeah version, i remember that right. salem was actually sentenced like to serve like you know hundreds of years to be a cat and like imprisoned in a cat right body yeah like he wasn't he wasn't like her familiar he no. was just like uh 
he was just like a person who's now a cat. Right. It was kind of like uh, it was a little like uh, hocus was, pocus, right? For example, right? Absolutely. Uh, another, what's his name? Jeffrey Binks, something like that. Something, something Binks. Fantastic yeah. witch movie. Oh. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's that's the end of season one. So we're um, w- which uh, a lot has happened. A lot of new context and like world building for this new series, mm-hmm. um, and really interesting and creepy. I was yeah, yeah thoroughly the first, the first episode's great. Surprised yeah. by how like creepy and scary it yeah. was, yeah. and witchy, witchy, so Ooh. witchy. Join us in the next episode for part two.